Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible and it's within you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody is now living the best life ever, but it took some stepping out of her comfort zone. She's going to show you how it can be done. Here is your host, Jody Harrison Bauer. Hey, welcome back to Fearlessly Authentic. I am your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and I am so excited to introduce this next guest to you. Before I get started and introduce her to you, um, you know, this show is about being courageous and it's also about living in your truest form so you can be the happiest that you can ever be in life. And it's being completely honest with yourself about what fulfills you, what lights you up, what turns you on, what really excites you in life. And I've met so many people that I've interviewed so far that have excited me and I've learned from them. And the whole idea behind this show is to empower and inspire other listeners so you can take something away from this. And so my my guest that I have on the show today is somebody I've known since she was five days old. And she, I have watched her journey through life. She will be 31 this month. And watching her during being truly in love, during heartbreaks, <laughs> nursery school, everything, um, and playing with her bestest friend in the world, her sidekick for her whole life, I think will be, who is actually my daughter, Alyssa. And so I want to introduce to you Olivia Barker who I I just really appreciate you coming on to the show, sharing your story about being courageous and living with integrity and, you know, really trusting your gut and your heart and going through some tough times that um, maybe a lot of women your age have gone through and maybe can't be that honest with themselves or don't know it's even happening to themselves or don't understand. But at the end of the day, this story is about love. And it's about Olivia falling in love two years ago with another woman. And if you asked her if that was going to be her story in life or where she is right now, she would probably tell you, I don't know. I don't know. But this is how it happened. So Olivia, welcome. Hi, Jody. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. I just want to mention that we do have a little munchkin also on the show (laughs) that will pop in from time to time. And that is your best friend, my daughter, Alyssa Harrison Mangs, who was just recently married in November. And I know that it was important for you to have her on the show with you, sort of maybe as a little bit of confidence, but maybe because she has gone through so much with you. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't know because, again, you know. There were things I found out later um, (laughs) in high school and so on and so forth. But there's been a lot of peaks and valleys, but we're in a good place right now. And even though, you know, everything in the world is a little crazy right now, uh, I want to focus on love and I want to focus on being um, truthful and feeling, feeling right in your space. And the one last thing I'm going to say before I start asking you questions Mm -hmm. is that this forever state of whatever fearlessly authentic it may be to you or my daughters or to anybody who's listening, male or female, 
that it's it's forever evolving. You know, we are fearlessly authentic and then we become more fearlessly authentic. And it's like that that whole I I know for myself, I want to become I want to be evolving until the day I die, you know, because we're not living if we're not learning. So I'd love for you to start. How did you meet Morgan? Well, and who is Morgan? Morgan? So Morgan is my girlfriend. We've been dating since December 15th of Mm -hmm. 2018. I I know the date specifically because that was the day that I moved my life from suburbia in Connecticut, where I had been living with a boyfriend for six years. Mm -hmm. I grabbed all my stuff and decided I got to get out of Connecticut. I need to spread my wings. And Mm -hmm. I went to New York City. Um, However, I did not meet Morgan on that day. I'm going to interrupt you. The purpose of moving to New York from Connecticut, uh, had you lived in Connecticut your whole life? So no, I had actually lived in New York prior. I lived with Alyssa for many years. Um, Those were- remember that apartment. Yes. (laughs) Oh, very, very small apartment. Yes. Um, But then as time went on, I was in a relationship um, Mm -hmm. with a very nice guy, great guy. Mm -hmm. And we, as things progressed, you know, he got a job in Connecticut and I moved along with him. I, I, I- felt like my life was a series of shoulds. You know, my boyfriend got a job in Greenwich. Should I move with him? Um, Should I do this? Should I do that? Uh, A therapist actually once told me, Liv, you have to stop shoulding all over yourself. Mm. Um, And that sat heavily with me. So when it came time for me to, when when I did end that relationship and started to think, what's next for me? I, the world was my oyster, um, mm. but I, I did have many roots in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, friendship, I business connections, et cetera, et cetera. Plus, it's close to home. I'm from Connecticut right. for the listeners. Um, and I chose New York City. And then, so to answer your initial question, I met Morgan mm-hmm. uh, that first night that I moved into the city. However, wow. and I actually had known each other since we were about 10 years old. Wow. We were friends and we mm. went to summer camp together for many years. Wow. I love that. That's <laughs> such a that's so cool. So you were you were friends in camp when you were little kids. Totally. We and were in, we were in different divisions, so mm. we weren't really forced Was she an older was she an older girl? I'm the cougar. She's <laughs> a year younger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we and I'll I'll tell you there was always a, a magnetic thing there, like a, um, I say an attraction, but I didn't know what it was. Um, I just liked being around her. Mm-hmm. She's a twin. And I always, people sometimes tend to, when you're young, you say, which twin do you like better? Which mm-hmm. twin is this or that? I always chose Morgan. So, okay. I, um, so, and then that first night that we kind of reconnected December 15th, 2018, the connection was instant. So let me ask you a question. So you reconnect after how many years after? Um, Around, it had really been eight years since we had last spoken, 12 years since we had been really friendly friends. So you mentioned that connection. 
So you have a connection with Alyssa. You have a connection with a lot of women. So what was different? Was it different when you reunited in New York? Was it after being in several relationships throughout your 30 years or whenever you met Morgan? So you were 28 years old. So in that 28-year span of having different relationships with men and uh, what what do you think it was? Do you think your heart was more open? What do you think led you there? Because you well, must have been pretty vulnerable also because you had just broken up with somebody. Very well said about everything that you said. I, I just want to say yes. Um, what was it? It was her eyes. It was her confidence. Um, and it was already knowing the person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I tend to fall for the person historically. Um, the person, what do you mean? The person, I, like the personality, the personality, the heart, the, mm-hmm. their character. It's for me, it's not about what is on the outside. Typically in my past, of mm-hmm. course, we could nitpick and find plenty of times where that's not the case. Right. Right. Maybe just a couple times. Um, but that's okay. The truth is it, it's, it was her eyes. It was just a, a, a sense of a sense of comfort with this mm-hmm. person and we spent the whole night talking and we were on the same wavelength about many topics regarding oh. life um and i just felt like i could i was real i was and am my, myself mm-hmm. and i hadn't been that oh. self for a long time so feeling that feeling that i was authentically authentically me thank you was so rewarding and it and it just went to it highlighted my my feelings for Morgan and my attraction to her that makes a lot of sense and I think that as we grow older we become more in touch we hope to become more in touch with our feelings because the end result is you know I know from what I wish for my daughters is that whoever they decide to spend the rest of their life with whatever significant other that will be, um, ever shape, form, or whatever, that they can be themselves. And my dad, as you you knew him, Stan the man, um, would say to me after I got divorced, Jody, you need to find somebody who loves you, warts and all. <laughs> and what he was trying to say to me was somebody who loves you for who you are, for that girl that you know, my dad always used to remind me that when I was in high school, I would go down the staircase, but <laughs> other than my two younger sisters. And uh, that was something that was a, a beautiful memory for him when I went off to college. So it is, it's finding, it's finding that place where you can be you and live and live there. And, and sometimes we do end up with people that accept us for exactly who we are, but maybe they don't make us you know, light up. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it sounds like all of those things were aligned. Like you guys were super aligned. Yes, exactly. And to your point about wanting to be in a place where I am me and live there, it was also and has been also incredible to not only be able to be myself, but be able to grow. And like you were mentioning in the beginning of the show, to it's, it's ever evolving, this, yes. this sense of self, learning more, learning about who I am. Um, and what more could one ask for than to have a partner to go along that ride with you? 
Yeah, I totally agree. We all want that in our life. And I assume that's, you know, why you moved on from the other relationship and why I moved on from my marriage, you know, because you can't be who you are. And if you can't be who you are, then you can't be the best version of yourself to your partner, to the people in your life, your family. You know, I know you don't have any children as of this point that you know of. <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, for me, uh, one of one of the uh, reasons that I had to change my fi- family dynamics was because I wanted to be the best version of myself for my daughters. So I had a purpose there. But for you, it was you. You kind of were like, I got to take this on myself. Like this is this is on me, and this just feels right. And I love that that it just feels right, and you went with it. So. What did your family say when you, you told them you were like, hey, you remember Morgan from camp? Basically, um, they actually they didn't even know Morgan, but they were familiar with her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I had mentioned she has a clothing line and I had brought my mom into the store like seven years ago. So my parents were vaguely familiar with them. What did they say? My mom asked, was it weird to kiss a girl? And my dad Asks made a joke, um, <laughs> as, as Jer does. Yes, we've yes, and it was a sweet joke, and it they both were very happy for me and you know, proud of me because, as anyone can attest to, it's it's a little scary sometimes to step outside of the box that you've been in forever. So this box that we all find ourselves in, and we grow up in a certain way and we find ourselves trying to, we've, you and I have talked about being pleasers. We're both firstborn of three children. I'm the oldest of three girls. You're the oldest. You have two younger brothers. So uh, a little different family dynamics, but still being the oldest. And I don't know if that's a pleaser thing, being the oldest child. Uh, Alyssa, maybe you can talk we'll about that. Google it. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to Google it. I probably haven't just didn't remember. But anyway, um, you know, did you feel a need to, uh, I mean, you told your parents, were you nervous about it because of that box that maybe your family had expectations? Like Olivia is this, Olivia is that, you know, even growing up, you know, your parents were always so proud of you and you were always that, I mean, you're a gorgeous young woman right now, but you were always a beautiful little girl who was very curious, um, was very curious about everything. And your parents were sort of like, um, uh, they were a little different than Alyssa's parents, me and her father. Uh, they, we were more conservative and Jared and Deb were a little bit more like, you know, 60, let them do whatever they want, you know, kind of sort of. And so you had a little bit more freedom in that box than maybe Mm -hmm. others did. But even so you felt like your parents had certain expectations. I mean, that's normal. Right. And it's, and it's not just the parents too. It's, as you say, it's society, it's Mm -hmm. my friends, it's, it's really the world, the ads on Social media, yes, everything around you um, can box you in and make you believe that you only have this one path, this one option, one option. Um, I, you know, I remember when I was in my previous relationship, 
which was a very nice relationship with mm-hmm. a wonderful human being. Um, but I, I felt stuck and I felt like I was unable to see the future in general mm-hmm. um, because I, I just couldn't see a future with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nothing against that person. It's just, I didn't feel like I was able to grow in that space. I didn't feel like I was truly me. I love that you keep talking about growing in that space. I think that's such an important point. I mean, I'm learning from you right now that growing in that space, it's huge, huge. So for everybody listening, this is huge. Make sure that wherever you are, whatever type of relationship you are, that the person you've aligned yourself with to live the rest of your life with or that you're in a relationship with that you can grow within that space. Oh my goodness. Like I just love that. And so you feel like you have all of this space to grow. Is this like the first time you've ever felt this way? It is Jody. It really, really is. I mean, I just, it's the littlest things. And so by the way, I've been kind of um, trying out meditation and Gratitude, more so gratitude practices. I need Good. I need you to teach me how to okay. meditate. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the gratitude, I just it allows me to reflect on the great things that I have. And when I look at the end of each day or in the or at the start of each morning, I look back at kind of the last 24 hours to reflect mm-hmm. on what I've done. Um what's occurred around me, et cetera. And so for example, yesterday mm-hmm. I did something so out of my old box. Okay. I, uh, I, I told you my, my girlfriend, Morgan has a, a clothing business. She has a yes. store and a website. I modeled the clothes for Ooh. a video and photo shoot. Now, listen, I'm not going to say that I don't like the camera. Liz is laughing because (laughs) we love the camera and we've always wanted to have our own reality show. And, you know, but, um, Mary Kate and Ashley, Mary Kate and Ashley, um, (laughs) this was so much fun and it was just something that in my former box, I never had the guts. I was fearful as ever to, to get, to even try to get in front of a camera or put myself out there in front of people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you know that feeling, Jody, from starting out all of this, 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 this fearlessly authentic empire that you built. <laughs> um, it's, it's scary at first. Anyway, so yesterday I did it and it was I so love that. fun. And with I love my- that because you can't grow in that space without getting uncomfortable, being comfortable with, you know, first, yes. um, you know, it's, it's always that uncomfortableness and getting comfortable in that uncomfortable space. And then once you become comfortable, you go to, that's how you grow is, okay, what's the next space? What's the next space or what's the next adventure or whatever it is. But the fact that you're in a relationship where you feel that you have that space to grow is enormous. And it's a huge, huge lesson for men and women to understand in any relationship that they're in. So you told your parents, dad made a cute, loving joke. Mom asked you the question. And I do want to say, may I interrupt for one moment? I am so grateful that I have parents who were and are beyond accepting. Um, 
I have many friends, friends that I've made through Morgan, lesbians, gay friends, et cetera, who who have been in relationships with someone of the same sex for, for years. I have a friend who's married mm-hmm. and her parents are still not accepting of her relationship and of her, who she, whom she loves. And I, I just I, feel I'm- grateful. And on top of that, my best friend. So I, I want to give a shout out to Deb yeah. and Jer. You are a cool couple. And, um, and I, I knew, you know, when I found out from Alyssa, you know, I got the text from <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> so Alyssa, you know, I, you know, I knew Deb and Jer would be cool. I knew you would be cool, but I had no idea. Like I had no idea any of this was going on. Uh, I knew Olivia had moved to New York. And so Alyssa, how did you feel and what happened? Alyssa, how did you, how did Olivia tell you this? To be fair, fair, I had no idea this was happening either. She moved back to New York. I had no idea this was happening either. <laughs> okay. And I think, Mom, I told you, like, as soon as it happened, I think I yeah. probably said to live, I got to tell my mom. <laughs> um, and honestly, so the way Liv told me, we've been best friends since we were born. We're 15 days apart. We lived three houses down from each other. We were completely inseparable and still are, even though we live in different states now. And um, Liv was supposed to come down to Miami because that's where my husband and I live. Mm-hmm. Weird to still say husband. Um, <laughs> still new, still newlywed. She flew down for New Year's. She flew down for New Year's. We were excited mm-hmm. to see her. She came down and... When she arrived, we dropped her stuff in the apartment, went down to the pool, and she was like, I have something to tell you. And I was like, this is weird. What, like, We never start a sentence with that. Because we, we talk to each other all day, every day, right. but there's right. never something to tell. Because like, oh, all- I heard, right. 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 That makes so sense. I, I looked at her and was like, what? You're you're being weird. Um, you're making me like nervous. <laughs> you're making me on. uncomfortable. <laughs> And I can remember specifically her saying, hold on one second. Let me go get drinks. She got up and she went to go get us, I think, two Bloody Marys. No, she's, in, she's in Miami with you. She's in Miami with me sitting by my pool at my apartment building. Okay. And she comes back and she's down. And, and she basically, if I can remember correctly, she just said to me, so I'm dating a girl. And, and I was like, what? Speechless, completely speechless, not because of anything negative whatsoever. Mm. More so, I watched her and was with her for six years of her relationship and knew what kind of headspace she was in, mm-hmm. um, knew that she had, of course, moved back to New York and just never, I was just so caught off guard. And so when I finally was able to get the words, I, I mean, I jumped up and gave her a hug immediately and it was just because you were happy because I was happy that she was telling me this happily okay I could see it in her face when she told me that Mm. she was genuinely happy and going back to the being a pleaser which I am as well but (laughs) with Liv she always has wanted to please people and tended and tends sometimes still but Morgan's been fantastic for her to kind of I know, I met Morgan. I love Morgan. We all love Morgan. And, <laughs> and live hey, uh, Morgan. <laughs> shout out. 
And um, I was just shocked that she, like, I that she was happy and mm-hmm. that this happy. all happened so quickly. A- and I had a million questions. And I will say the first question I had, which was the only, like, weird question I had was, I want to make sure that, you know, like, are you, are you, this is like, this is amazing, but are you okay? Like, do you need some space before you jump into something so quickly? Mm-hmm. And then when she said like, this just feels right. Mm-hmm. I, all I want for my best friend and for anyone I love in my life to be happy mm-hmm. and to see her find that happiness made me the happiest person ever. And we spent that night after we got back from going out, we stayed up until four, four, 5 a.m., talking and just crying directly. Like I was finally just able to tell her, like, this is all I wanted for her. Mm-hmm. So you were super supportive, of course, because I knew you texted me right away. You're like, you're not going to believe what's going on. There's nothing so, she do in her life that, right. that would make me upset if it was something that benefited her. Right. So yeah. you saw that she was really like so happy, a happiness that you had never seen in her. Yeah, I saw her in not the best space for a while and and wanting to always please everyone else around mm-hmm. her. And she was finally doing something for herself that Taking felt right her, and her happy. And that's all I wanted. And since that day, of course, I've been supportive. And I, I can honestly say I believe that everyone in her life has been. I think so, too. And she's very lucky for that. Of course, we all know yeah. that. Amen. Yes. Olivia, you do have a great support system. And I think I want to talk about that support system and what it was like to kind of move into that different, uh, you know, a different world, you know, Mm -hmm. after being with Morgan, falling in love and you're like, okay, so what's next? A whole new world. What's next? So when um, we're going to go to a break Mm -hmm. and when we come back, we're going to talk about your new life with Morgan. And so thank you so much for sharing. And we'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you, guys. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Anne Cupbillanane is known as Annie Gets It Done for a reason. She is the number one Manhattan broker at the number one estate firm, Douglas Elliman, and the founder of Wise and Wonderful Women. Check her out on Facebook and Instagram, as well as her website, AnnieGetsItDone.com. Hey, it's Jody Harrison Bauer, and I wanted to invite you to join me and the rest of my team at Jody Fit as we work out to get positively fit for the summer. Yes, you heard me. We are getting positively fit to raise money for the Dan Cosgrove Animal Shelter this Saturday, June 27th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. This will be a 40-minute no-equipment workout for all levels via Zoom, so you can join us from anywhere in the world. Go to the Dan Cosgrove Animal Shelter Facebook page page to sign up and join us on Saturday. See you then. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice America talk radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You 
are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. That's info at jodyharrisonbauer.com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic. Hey, we are back with Olivia Barker talking about falling in love with a woman for the first time at 28 years old and um, living in the space that she has finally wanted to live in and being the woman that she wants to be. Such a beautiful story. Having the support of her best friend, Alyssa, who is also on the line in this interview with us, as well as her family's support. So, Olivia, I wanted to ask you, uh, what's, what has changed in your life? You are now, are you now a part of the LBGTQ community? How do you identify yourself and what's changed in your life? So, I, I do not identify as a lesbian. Um, the reason is that I've never found myself attracted to another woman, any woman, mm-hmm. except for Morgan. Maybe a few along the way that I've realized looking back, and I've told lists as they pop up, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just think that I'm in love with Morgan. So while I may not identify as a lesbian, I certainly, one might say bisexual, I might mm-hmm. say bisexual, and or queer, which kind of covers all of that. Um, but then in terms of community, I, it, it was the craziest thing. And Liz, Liz knows how it feels too, because last year, for example, during my first ever pride parade in New York city, my best friend, all right. So this is my first pride parade after falling in love with a woman and, and kind of shifting all gears in my life. And my so are you, you're friend, embracing this new community? Oh, embracing it, loving it. Okay. Feeling so so welcome, you know, community is just having a sense of community is yes. a wonderful thing. And I think that unfortunately, many people may not find it easy to get into a community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not easy because you need to really feel like you're in it. And I was nervous that I wouldn't feel accepted or that, or that, other lesbians may look at me as being a lesser lesbian or something. Mm -hmm. Is there something, you know, I want to talk about that for a second. So I like how you have the confidence and the, um, the self-awareness of how you're identifying yourself. And I mean, we don't, we, we all give ourselves some type of identity. And so was there some, how did Morgan feel about that? Was she cool about it? Was she like, yeah, this is fine. You know, I'm in love with you. You're in love with me. Like we don't need to identify ourselves in society because that's where that box comes in to yes. boxing us in. Yes. Well said. Mind blown. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yes. Morgan was completely on the same page with me. I love you. You love you. me. Yes. I love you for who you are. And that's it. End of story. Um, I will say I'm chiming in here. Morgan's group of girlfriends that happen to all be lesbians are like a bunch of like amazing, smart, driven, like successful girls. And like 
we and it was intimidating and live we'll go yeah. into that oh it was intimidating yes okay thank you Liz so yeah so it was definitely intimidating at first again going back to this sense of do I have what it takes to fit in with this community some crazy thing that fear was that fear was going off in my head wow and yeah I had no idea yeah, there was definitely a sense of fear there, you know, going out at night, meeting up with the girls. Mm-hmm. It was nerve wracking. And at, at a certain point, I I had to, and looking back, what I did was forget everything and reset, which I had learned from you, Jody. And, <laughs> but it really, I, I took a step back and I said, these are people, mm-hmm. I am a person. They love me. Mm-hmm. I really, really want to become closer with them. I just need to open up and again let people in, let them mm-hmm. in, uh, be myself. And as soon as I did that, and let also may I say that I think that Alyssa coming up to Pride to be mm-hmm. there with me from my first ever Pride parade um, to kind of hold your hand, to hold my hand, and. Yeah. and be supportive, an ally. She's an mm-hmm. ally through and through. And Lexi, your youngest daughter came little one. through. I mean, and an, uh, another one of our best friends came. I mean, how how much more supported could one get? I felt so supported. And that gave me the confidence to, and I saw how much they embraced and loved Liz. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking at it from a third I was party nervous. perspective. You were nervous. Yeah, you were nervous. Yeah. I mean, I was there intimidating. They're all super cool. They're all really pretty. And they're all like, Liv was like, oh, here, this model and this. And I'm like, who? This is the coolest group of people. Like, I get why you were intimidated to begin with. And then I'm like, well, I'm I'm the straight best friend coming in. Like, (laughs) what are they going to think of me? And and Lexi, are they going to embrace us just as much? Right. And they did. Right. Because unfortunately, unfortunately, what we do, and we can all recognize this in ourselves, um, but it's easier to recognize it in someone else, is we talk down our, ourselves. We don't give ourselves enough credit. We so, for example, like Liz just said, oh, they're the models. The you know, they run hospitals, blah blah blah, and I'm just the the straight best friend. Mm-hmm. No, you are the oh. Top of the line, straight best friend in my world, my everything. But that's my point. So I was doing that to myself too. Right. I was saying, "What do I really have to bring to the table?" And I was, yeah. It's, it's, and who would have ever thought that sh- making that shift would be an intimidating thing? And right. thinking of the community, and it is a very strong community. And you know, my sister, I have a little story about my family is that my sister, who is just a few years younger than me, she didn't uh, come out until she was 40 years old. She's been married for, she's been with her wife. They've been married for about five, five or six years, but they've been together for 16 years and they just celebrated an anniversary. So, uh, you know, I applaud her for having the strength to come out and, and I feel bad that she stayed in that box for so many years. And that was probably a general gener, generational thing. Mm-hmm. And then 
leading the way to women like you who are embracing and finding the strength within and to stand in your truth to say, this is where I feel good. This is where I want to be. And once your friends see it, they're like, yeah, like I want you to be happy. That's when you know who your friends are because it's enough of living in a boxed in world. You know, it's, it's where you need to find that freedom and look at your sister now. Aunt Sharon is the happiest, <laughs> confident. I mean, yes. she found herself and that is so, it was so wonderful and uplifting to see. And so I can kind of look at that and to realize that that's what my friends see happening with me give, makes my heart all yeah. warm and fuzzy. Yeah, it's, it, it is. And so in the community, so now you're in this whole new community mm-hmm. and, uh, it feels right. It feels right. Being mm-hmm. myself feels right. Which we all, we have kind of two selves, right? We have our self that we show. We have our self that's, you know, when we lay in bed at night, our thoughts in our head, but then we have the self that we project to the world. Mm-hmm. And I finally found those two aligning, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Yeah. Cause never had that happen to you before. No, never. And how did that make you feel? It was really, it was at first almost mind boggling to Mm -hmm. wrap my head around it, around the fact that I'm like, live, you can continue to be yourself and these people will love you and yourself is cool and, and interesting. And you have these amazing friends and, and, and really it just made me feel whole. So what kind of advice do you have for other women or men out there who might be struggling from within? You didn't even realize it was a struggle. I I think that, I mean, you were, I think your struggle was how do I find somebody that makes me feel, not make me feel, I don't like to use that word, but I want to find a partner in life. We all want to find partners in life that we, somebody we can fall in love with, somebody we can laugh with, somebody who just makes us feel wonderful. So we're all looking to share our life with somebody. So whoever that person is, in this particular case, it's Morgan. What would you say to people that are struggling and think that, oh, I need to stay here? I would say to really take a step back and look at look at your life and look at what's what you do have what brings you happiness and what doesn't bring you happiness and some of that may be things that you're hanging on to just because they're safe or comfortable that's why you may be staying in this place do you feel stuck okay and face that fear mm-hmm. And make that change and let life happen to you. Let life happen. Go out there and meet people. And if you think, if you're struggling with feelings of, I think I like someone of the same sex, but I don't know if anyone around me will accept this. Right. How do you know? Right. How do you know that they won't accept you? And by the way, if you aren't accepting yourself, how will anyone else ever accept you? If you aren't proud of who you are, how can anyone else truly be proud of you? But that takes a lot of courage. 
Okay. So you don't realize how courageous you were in just going with those feelings. And I think it was, you know, I think deep inside you knew that you would have a supportive community around you, namely your family and your close friends. So I think there was safety in that. And I think that's important for people who do feel stuck. And we know that when we feel stuck, the only way to get out of stuckness is to take action. And we don't want to go backwards. You know, we want to go forward in our life and we want to learn from our mistakes. And one of the things I say a lot is that I don't have any regrets. I don't have one regret at all because I've learned from everything that I've done, whether it's good or bad. And it's brought you to this place where you are so fearlessly, authentically Jody. Alyssa, same for you. For me, exactly the same. But I couldn't say that two years ago about myself. I was a lost soul. And I appreciate you you saying that it takes a lot of courage um, because I think that sometimes it's easier to recognize that in someone else than it is to recognize it in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do look back and realize that I, I was courageous and I had to trust. I had to trust myself and my own feelings. I had to trust my gut because... Right my gut was pulling me toward this girl. My gut was, listen, Morgan would have never made the first move. Okay. She, Oh, I didn't know that. Well, listen, she, um, (laughs) the fact that she respected, right. She had a, before. Yeah. She had had a crush on me, you know, straight girlfriend crush Uh for a while. And, she would have never made the first move. So I had to do it. So she respected that space you were in. See, isn't it funny how we're talking about space and boxes and how we need to like step out of those boxes and when we need to step out of those spaces and we need to really, again, you know, live in our true, true space because that's where the happiness happens. That's where the creativity happens. That's where the growth happens. When we're stuck in in a relationship that doesn't allow us to grow, then we don't grow. And it might be that person's insecurity. It might be your insecurity. You know, it takes two to tango. So, you know, when I hear people talking, blaming another partner in a relationship for why it ended, it's never one person or the other, you know, unless there's horrible things that happen in that relationship. But for the most part, it takes two to tango and it's about, your communication. So I want to ask you about that, given that this was a whole new world to you. I feel like the Aladdin song should be singing right now. It's a whole new world because you guys used to watch that all the time. Still love it. So for all you millennials out there, watch Aladdin. <laughs> and um, it's a whole new world. So I think that it sounds like Morgan gave you that space to uh, like breathe it in and understand it and ask questions and, you know, many questions. And in along those lines, when I, as I told my friends and those closest to me that I was now dating a girl, woman, Mm -hmm. I gave them free reign. I go ask as many questions as you want. And then this, this, it turned into (laughs) then, you know, next thing I know, I'm, so Morgan and I started dating in December. So the following June, I'm on a bachelorette party with only like two of my best friends. And then it was one of their parties. So all these girls that I don't really know very well. 
We're right. sitting around and I'm answering all their questions and I'm really thinking one of these girls could be struggling or, or just having right. similar thoughts. Um, and it's just to, to let yourself be boxed in is, is unfair to you. Um, wasn't it so freeing? It was so freeing, Jody. It was to just so be you. Say, yeah, me. I'm in love with Morgan, yeah, and this no is where labels. my life. This is just where my path has taken me because I decided to open up my heart mm-hmm. and open up my mind, and not not allow myself to think that I had to be something for somebody or mm-hmm. show up at my home sure. to my parents with a certain type of person, and. You know, again, I applaud your parents for giving you, um, you know, nobody's perfect, but for giving you that sense of freedom. And, you know, you've always, like I said a while ago, you've always, you were always an inquisitive child. You were always curious. You always asked many questions and you kind of always just led the way into what you wanted to do. And Alyssa followed you. And I'd be like, where are you going with Olivia right now? You know, so the two of you caused a little bit of trouble when you were just a little younger, bit. But, um, it's so it's it's really beautiful to watch that you are are learning so much about yourself and that you do have that space. And I think that also there's this new newly found sense of agency, sense of I I have control over my life and that mm-hmm. that means something. Um like I mentioned earlier in the show, my life prior to this had been a series of shoulds. Mm-hmm. I should complete high school. I should go to college. I should get a job. I should move here, move here. I should do this because this person's doing that. Mm-hmm. Never I want. Mm-hmm. So you're finally doing, I want. Finally doing it. And I think that's a big, um, that's something that millennials in general face as a community, if you will. Um, you know, our parents, our grandparents worked their butts off mm-hmm. uh, to, to, you know, when they, they came here to the States to build businesses and provide for their families. And then our parents did the same, but in doing so, they really set us up for a life of, right. They set us ahead, a life of limited struggle. Um, I'm not, I can't speak for everyone, but anyone who can relate will understand what I'm saying. So to get to a point where I now have to make my own decisions for my life. It was scary, Mm -hmm. but thankfully I had the support system of your daughter who. And doing what you and doing what you wanted. So anybody listening right now who feels like they should be doing something, listen to Olivia right now. And, and instead of thinking that you should do something, do what you want. And it's, it's not selfish. And this is the whole thing about Mm -hmm. self-love and self-care and self-soothe. This all comes down to finding that, that truest self living in your truth and finding that fulfillment, because it's not always about the love and the passion. It's about fulfillment and you have to get it from within. You're mm-hmm. not going to get that. You're going to find the joy and the love and the compassion, empathy, passion from your relationship if it is all that you want. But to find that fulfillment, that's where that space to grow comes from, to finding that partner 
that you align with in, in, in mind, body, and soul mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. where you, where you have that safety net of growing and failing, you know, yeah. and being scared and, and, and walking over fear or embracing fear. And I'm sure you've gone through these things. Morgan has probably gone through these things too. And you've been there for her to maybe give her a different perspective. It's just a relationship. And, you know, again, you know, I, I so appreciate you sharing and being so honest about the things that you thought that you should be. And, you know, I want to go to Alyssa for a second and ask her, like, did you have any expectations of what you thought Olivia should be? Or were you just looking for, as her friend, you know, again, Alyssa, I've known you since you were born. So (coughs) Olivia, um, did you ever think about the shoulds? I I never asked you that question. I I never had, I would say, expectations of who she should be with. I mean, we've been friends forever. So, of course, there have been times where I've looked at her and been like, no. Or what <laughs> right. best friends do. But right. I guess, and but I say this to you all the time, we know we're very lucky to have each other as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but all we've ever wanted for each other is to be happy and to see that person that we've always known Mm-hmm. continue to be that person and in Liv's most recent relationship before Morgan like she said a wonderful person absolutely mm-hmm. wonderful person just wasn't right for Liv and but I I saw her change completely mm-hmm. I saw her lose herself completely mm-hmm. and she didn't, she didn't know at the mm-hmm. time she right. struggled a lot and that happens a lot in, in that happens a lot in relationships. You know that that happened in my marriage. My daughter's right here to hear it. Um, it. It happened in my marriage. I got lost, you know, and and I don't I didn't want that to happen to my daughters, and I wouldn't want it happen to you, Olivia, or your brothers, um, or any of my friends. You know, you right. don't want them to get lost. You want them to stay true to who they are because once you get lost in a relationship, oh my goodness, it. Climbing out of that deep hole is so hard. And then once you climb out of that hole, you're like, okay, my head's above ground. Now what do I do? Did you ever feel that way, Olivia? And did you see that first live? Did did you ever feel that way? Oh, I felt that way for a very long time. And Alyssa was there on the other end of the phone with me through it all. Um, And it's not a good feeling. And I will say that, you know, number one priority is you, but number two or basically 1.5 is if you have a best friend, that is so important. Your friends are so important. You know, we're talking about love and relationships here, but your best friend is, is the most valuable relationship. Um, Keep your friends. I love that. Well, yeah. If they're good. I love that. If they're I, good people. We're going to be tight to them. <laughs> Do not take them for granted. Girlfriends, girl power, people. friends, friendship. I mean, not friendship. just girls, girls and guys. Yeah. So we're going to be wrapping up. We're going to be wrapping up in a few minutes. So um, again, you know, as I started out at the beginning of this show, I mentioned that it is about um, inspiring and empowering and being courageous and living with integrity. 
and being fearlessly authentic. So I wanted to ask you, Olivia Renee Barker, what does fearlessly authentic mean to you? To me, fearlessly authentic means that you are the self that you show to the world is who you really feel inside. It's who you feel you are on the inside. And that's it. It's simple. And we screw ourselves up by complicating that, Mm. by overanalyzing. Amen, girlfriend. Mm. I like that. You know it, don't you? Mm-hmm. I love I love that. Keep it simple. Stan used to say that all the time. K I S S. Keep it yeah, simple, keep stupid. Simple, stupid. <laughs> yeah. So I I absolutely love that. And um, June is Gay Pride Month. Yes. Yes. That's right good. on. Um, it doesn't sound like there's probably going to be a parade this year oh, in the city. I know. Which but if, I think it was supposed to be on Olivia's thirty first birthday. Oh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, we'll do it. We'll do, well, I'm sure some type of celebration will take place. But if people want to, since you have such a beautiful community, um, if people want to know more or they want to donate money in support of the LBGTQ community or GLAD community, is there a place is, where people can go or, you know, just to show their support for, for that community, which needs always support? Always support. There are many, many, many places to which people can donate. Um, and I think that while, while money is important, so is support. Support, um, emotional support showing yes. up. I mean, we see what's happening right now with the, the Black Lives Matter protests. And what really matters and what really drives the message is the, the a number of people showing up and supporting the allies, et cetera. Um, exactly. I'm going to stop you here because yeah. we have 30 seconds left. Okay. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Alyssa, thank you for being her sidekick and being her best friend. Always the two of you are beautiful. But Olivia, I want to just, you know, I'm so proud of you for coming. Cody, I'm so proud of you. And you are, you are a hero to me. You are my hero. And I aim to emulate you. And I learn from you. And like you say, find someone you want to be like and emulate that. And then, Thank you for the interview. You are welcome. I love you. I'm very, very proud of you. you. And thank you so much for being on the show. And I will talk to you later. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.